Welcome to the unofficial challenge podcast where CBS has ruined fucking Hall Brawl. I'm Doug. I'm joined by Aaron and Brianna. I'm pissed. <laughs> I'm better. But I'm here. How about you, Aaron? Same. <laughs> I like I just I know we're going to get into it. I just can't believe that they like they teased us with it and they did it wrong. Oh man. Oh no. It's mind-boggling, really. Oh, Aaron uh does not live with us obviously because oh. Maybe it's not obvious, but this isn't a threesome. It's It's Doug and Brianna and then Aaron and Oh, I thought people thought it was you and Aaron and then me oh, okay. out to the side. I thought it was me and Doug. So we haven't talked to Aaron yet, but did you see that Hall Brawl is ruined? Yeah, I did see. They started him a lot closer. Oh my god, why did they do this? Like I know I know why they probably did it, but why? No, but no, but why? Like why would you think that they would do that? That doesn't make any sense. That's never been done like that before. I guess to try to save Leo because he could have got seriously hurt, but like that hasn't stopped them in the past. It didn't Wes like break his neck. Yeah. Leroy <laughs> almost gave him a concussion. Kyle, Maybe gave him a concussion. Kyle broke his finger. I'm sure they didn't want that on CBS for the same reason that they don't want fighting, drinking, entertainment. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Uh, so I think, you know, what we should do first this week is let's just cover the uh, episode and then. Maybe we can talk about some fun shit after, you know what I'm saying? Let's just get that. Let's just get this abomination out of the way real quick. If you know what I'm saying. Are you guys OK with that? I'm good with sure. that. Yeah, sure. I feel like we're not going to be able to talk about this episode as long. If you've also watched episode eight with us, then you know that. I don't feel like a lot of things happen. Like Doug and I were trying to think of tweets and it was very hard because they weren't giving us a lot to work with. So we can go ahead and just get into it. Who wants to start it out? Anybody? Why don't you start us off, Big Aaron? Sure. What do you want? You want me to just go straight to the challenge or do you guys want to talk about? No, I guess we we need to talk about the, the algorithm being gone, right? I mean, why don't you let our... 10 listeners know how your day went. It's not been good. That's for sure. <laughs> and this didn't help. I have to fully agree with you there. <laughs> All right. I, I'll take it. I'll take it from the start. Okay. So TJ decides that he's tired of the algorithm. So what TJ wants, TJ gets. Not producers, TJ. So he gets away. He, 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 uh, Sorry, let me rephrase that. He gets rid of the algorithm. So now it's an individual game, which in my opinion, it should have started as an individual game. But here we are. We're finally individual bitches. So that's pretty much all that happens because there's no pairing since the algorithm is gone. So we kind of go straight to the house. Um, I feel like they're, most of the feelings are excited from what we see. People are kind of ready for it to be an individual game just because up until this point, like if you had a bad partner and you had to go in elimination with them, then you risk going home. And now at least the game is all in your hands. 
So really the only thing before the, like the only stuff really before the challenge is like Ben and Danny kind of talk about staying survivor strong. Sarah talks about how she's the only girl not qualified. They kind of foreshadow a hall brawl. I don't remember who says it. Someone says something about a hall brawl. Sarah says something about a hall brawl. Yes. So they kind of were foreshadowing, foreshadowing that. Foreplay. And then kind of like the, the, I guess the morning or night before, we see Ben wake up and he's kind of going through some emotions. I didn't, I think he was army. I'm not a hundred percent, but he was in some branch of the military and that he's in the Marines. That's what he said. Oh, Marines. Okay. Thank you. Sorry. He was in the Marines. You got to watch out. I need to, you got to watch out because it's, it's not bad, but just, uh, you know, the branches of the military like to, you know, give each other shit. Okay. I'm going to re talk that so you can cut that. All right, so the we don't ni- have to cut it. No, just- we do. Okay, so the, ni- <laughs> okay. the night before. Hey, hold on. Just for everybody listening, every like probably a solid seventy-five to ninety anywhere percent of the time when we say cut that, I leave it in for the memes <laughs> for you guys for our listeners. You know, so you do, <laughs> Douglas. But see, okay. Please? So also, also for our listeners. Brianna doesn't like to listen to her own voice, so she'll never know. <laughs> okay, but I don't want to get—I don't want to get canceled for this. So please, you're cut not going to get canceled for mistaking I, what branch of the military somebody was in. Okay, we're not doing—we're not love, being malicious. If you love me, you'll—you'll you'll cut it and let me say it correctly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm leaving it in, people. <laughs> okay, so Ben, who is in the military. I don't know what day this was that it filmed, but brought some emotions to him because he is mourning the death of his buddy. Did they say his name? And I, I might have missed it. Oh, no. You've done it now. I know. I feel like I said they said their name, but I, I forgot to type. Blake? It. Was it Blake? Right? I don't know. I think it's I'm pretty beginning. sure it was Blake. Oh, man. Hey, I mean, we got 10 listeners, guys. Fuck it. But. We're not trying to disrespect uh, Ben or uh, hope. Christ, hopefully his name is Blake. You know, two of the three of us have shit we got to do all day. And I can find it, Doug. Don't worry. I got this. <laughs> I feel like we, we're like, on... his name is Blake. Okay. okay. So he's a little bit emotional, but it also kind of gives him like, I feel like a strength going into the challenge because like not that he usually doesn't have something to fight for, but like he has something more to fight for. So anyways, we go into the challenge. We learn it's a men's elimination day. Men's. Hold on to that. I'm going to come back to that. Men's. (laughs) All right. Aaron, you want to tell us about the challenge? Absolutely. Um, It's called having a blast. You are on a boat that is chasing after another boat that's pulling two slip and slides behind it that are covered in soap. I got some bad memories with slip and slides, dude. I would not want to do this challenge. Not good stuff. How are your memories with motorcycles? Not great either so far. Okay. We'll talk about that after. (laughs) So you, you drive up on the little boat, you hop off the boat onto the slip and slide that's floating on the water, and then you have to run back and forth to get keys that eventually open a safe to get a flag. And then you're done. So okay. just running back and forth. Can I say something real quick? Sure. sure. If I may. 
I'm sure this challenge is fun to do or like even when you're in it, like some parts of it might seem hard. Like obviously if you jump off the, the whatever they're on too fast then you fall straight into the water. So I'm not saying like the challenge itself isn't like hard or um, in a way entertaining. But for us as the viewers at home, this was not a very entertaining challenge. Like as soon as they explained it, I knew right off the bat, I was like, how are they going to make this entertaining for us to watch? Because we're just going to have to watch this like 10 different times. And then of course, they don't give us times of how people are doing. Like, so although it's like Leo looked like he did really good, Ben also did really good and Tyson looked like he really did good. So it's like, I mean, they I all could I just, they could just make them look however the fuck they want. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. Like I want times. I want times at the end. Like you don't have to show me it for the whole time, but when they finish, like put their fucking time up there. How hard is it? I, I guess we're supposed to be watching as like also part of the viewers or whatever. Like, cause if you were actually there, you wouldn't know the time till TJ says, but like, I'm watching this in the comfort of my home. Give me the fucking times, please. Anyways. I think I think a big issue, too, is like. It's just like too big of a percentage of the show. Like, I feel like having the challenge, the daily challenge, this length is good for like an hour and a half format, but or two hour format, but this is 60 minutes. So it's we really wa- long. We watch these goofuses run on a slip and slide for like 20 minutes it's like like a similar challenge would be i'm terrible with seasons but you know the one where they are on the inner tubes i'm pretty sure it's dirty 30 or sorry dirty 30 i'm cracked out right now fellas <laughs> and this hall brawl of the challenge this hall brawl or fuck champs. up has me twisted but invasion of the champs no it was double agents or spies, lies, and allies where there, there's like five or seven tubes or something. And each player starts out on one end and they have to go across each other. I don't know why I'm telling you this, but I feel like, you know, that's just a similar daily challenge that I can. You know, compare it to. That was Invasion of the Champs. Invasion of the how? I'll, I'll show you later shit anyways it's similar because you know they're in water that shit was so much more entertaining yes because there was more of a possibility that someone could flip or whatnot that's true yeah, but also we very can, hard honestly this one i mean that that one also didn't really give us times if i remember correctly but we could at least kind of gauge it a little bit better i felt but I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with that. Just this shit was fucking boring. That's what I'm trying to say. I don't know if we mentioned this, but there's two people supposed to be spraying the people on the slip and slides with the hose to like make it more difficult and theoretically more entertaining. But in reality, all they did was like spray the soap off the platform. So it'd be easier for (laughs) the people to go past. (laughs) So stupid. That that was a flop. I don't know why the fuck they gave me the option. Another fail in this season, I feel. What they should have done is they should have given them guns. Okay, dude. <laughs> like some, uh... No, I th- I mean, the water's fine. Just, yeah, no. it's bad. No. It's bad. They should have just it had one slip inside. You have to go the opposite direction of each other. 
I mean, fuck it. They should have just made the platform. Oh, you can like push each other's off. Sorry. Yeah. They should have just made the platform wider. Put CT and Zach on that motherfucker and whoever <laughs> gets the farthest against CT and Zach wins. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And CT oh. and Zach both have javelins. <laughs> they got fucking katanas. <laughs> All right. Aaron, you want to give us a little recap of how everyone did, kind of, I guess, in the, in I this challenge? So. You can't really tell, but I mean, the ones you can tell is that Kayla and Desi immediately like slide off of the slip and slide, and they both DQ instantaneously. Luckily, it's not a women's challenge day, so it doesn't really fucking matter, like, actually at all. Now that I think about it, there's literally no reason for them to do anything. Enzo like cuts his fucking leg or something on the side of the thing and has he says he has to get like two or three stitches. That is very similar to what happened to my leg on a slip and slide. So I really feel for him, you know? I really feel for him. Dude, world's smallest violin. Yeah. Ben, I mean Ben, Tyson, and Dom all seem like they do pretty good. I mean, they all kind of seem like they do fine. <laughs> and Leo, why are you leaving out Leo? And Leo and Danny, they all like like I'm saying, they all look like they do perfectly fine. And then at the end, TJ tells us that Enzo lost, and we're like, okay. <laughs> like it's just so crazy that they show this shit for so long, yet we still have no clue what the fuck is going on. It's yes. unbelievable. Yes. That's pretty also, much it. I mean, yeah. Also, like within this challenge, like in the confessionals, I guess. Well, they don't do the confessionals at the challenge, obviously, but we're starting to see that, like, obviously, Sarah and Angela are on two different sides, and Sarah doesn't feel like Angela has really proved herself, although Angela's won now three challenges, and Sarah's still not even qualified to run a final. So, yeah, what is Sarah on about, dude? Yeah, (laughs) like I know she was well, she still is my winner's pick, obviously, but like. I don't know if I like her anymore as I did before, but it comes down to Angela and Sarah and Angela beats Sarah. Hmm. And then it also comes down to Leo and almost a Tyson, but no Leo and Ben and then Ben wins. So happy for him. Yeah, Ben kills it. I, I've been trying to kind of like Ben, but I did too. I don't, I don't. I don't dislike Ben. He hasn't been doing anything today. He did something, so yeah, and, yeah. So he, him winning, got him qualified to run TJ's final. So Let's TJ go. gave TJ gave him the stamp of approval. So congrats to Angela and Ben. We tried to tweet at you, but y'all don't have Twitter, so get on Twitter now. <laughs> <laughs> And that, I mean, yeah, that's pretty much the challenge. Ben seems like a really wholesome guy. He is. I, I I watched him on both of his seasons. And, like, well, his first season, people didn't really like him. But, like, he just kept finding idols and he was staying in the game. So he was, like, kind of like the underdog. So it was, like, you had no ch- choice but to root for him. I love an underdog. And then at Winners <laughs> at War, he makes it to a certain point And then, like, he, you can tell he, like, really cares for people deep down. Because, like, once he makes it to a certain point, he, like, I think, if I'm remembering correctly, he kind of is like, I'd rather you go forward than me. Or maybe that's Sarah that does that for Ben. I don't know. He's He seems like a nice guy. So, 
And can I just jump in here real quick? I've got I've got something I got to tell everybody, you know. Yes. <sighs> I just said I, you know, I have to root for the underdog. Yeah, I some might call it, you know, like a character flaw I have to where I have to root for the underdog and then not only that, if too many people like something, I pretty much can't like it. So that leads me to my apology to Tyson. A few episodes back on the podcast, I said some things about him and some scrub who I can't remember his name at the moment. Jay. And uh, I might have been slightly hating. <laughs> hmm. Tyson would wipe the floor with Jay in every goddamn challenge and probably elimination. <laughs> and in Hall Brawl, it'd still probably be like 50 50, despite this motherfucker being like 40 something. So, for the record, he's if you're if you don't know what he's talking about, he's talking about Jay from Battle of the X's 2. Not Jay from Survivor that also was on Total Madness and Double Agent. So the yes. Jay that quit. Super scrub diggity Jay. Yeah, the Jay that quit the finals because he couldn't drink the drink. That's the Jay he's referring to. I just wanted to clarify that for all of our listeners. So yeah, sorry Tyson. You know, it's just nothing personal. There's just something completely wrong with me. So <laughs> Tyson, I've been trying to tell him we... Last Friday, we had a very long hourly debate about all of this stuff. And I mean, I try to tell him that I'm right, but he just doesn't listen sometimes. But I am glad he came around. Despite what other people think, I can't admit when I'm wrong. So I applaud you. I mean, Tyson's literally not even in the same fucking dimension as little Jay. Exactly. This is really this is some good character growth we're witnessing live. Yep. This is you can only get this kind of character development in long form things like TV shows, podcasts, a movie's not going to cut it. So, you know, <laughs> just wait to see how I evolve. But um, yeah, sorry, Tyson. Tyson, if you don't win this season of uh, the challenge, I'm going to be fucking shocked because you're head and shoulders above these scrub diggities. And I don't know why they're allowing you to walk. Well, I did listen to you explain why they're allowing you to walk to the final which we'll get into later, but they should not be doing that because you're going to fucking win. <laughs> I also and I a, really don't understand it. I also now have a... I, we love the growth, but I might say something that will trigger Doug later, but we'll save that for later. Stay tuned. Yeah, stay tuned. Stir the pot. Pump the pod. <laughs> All right, Aaron, I'm going to let you... Or You just did the challenge. So do you want to talk about... Who wants to talk about the drama before? You know, I think you're going to be our designated uh, back at the house person. Cause okay. All right, so I might be the back at the house person, you know, if the back at the house stuff is interesting on, you know, maybe the M38 coming out, but I really could care less about this bullshit. We're going to let Doug take the the elimination because I know he has some thoughts. So we go back to the house and Ben and Angela are talking to Enzo. From what we see on screen, Enzo doesn't really give a name, so he's kind of just like, We'll just have to see how I'm feeling tomorrow and see what it is and yada, yada, yada. So Angela takes this opportunity while she's in power, again for the third time, FYI, to make a deal with Ben because he she knows Ben is part of the Survivor Guy Alliance. 
So she's trying to set herself up, but also her friend Alyssa up. And because obviously strength in numbers and unless the survivor guys have a pretty good chance of winning challenges. I mean, it's not a bad bet. So she makes kind of that deal like, hey, you know, we'll have all like we'll have us and then we'll have the survivor guys. But don't tell the girls or something or I don't know. So she's trying to set up that deal. Then we see them actually go out to a bar, which I was I, I was fucking hype. I was like, let's do this. Yeah. <laughs> I've been speculating. I think I said on last week's episode or the or the week before that, like, I think they have been going out to the bars. They're just not showing us. Like I, I can confirm that um what we'll get into more later, but uh Tyson did say that they go to the bar literally every episode. Okay, so that's what I thought. I'm like, because they usually have a, like, they have to follow kind of a schedule. And, like, I feel like nowadays in contracts, it has to be, like, the the players have to have a break from the house or whatever. So well, we just haven't been seeing it on TV. Sorry, just to interject. After we saw this on this episode, I can see why they don't show us what they're doing at the bar. I, like, the only reason they did it this episode was for which I don't have a problem with the wholesome, you know, content with um, Ben and Ben and talking about Blake, Blake, which it was. I don't have what I'm what I'm saying is if that wasn't going on, literally, these motherfuckers would probably just be talking to each other like about. I don't know. Danny would just be talking about Kiki. Leo be talking about (laughs) cats. Um, You know, the huge. So. So like, are these people not trying to win? Like, I, I don't think, understand. I think they're just trying to. I I really think because it's CBS, they were like, all right, we're going to follow this schedule like MTV does, but we're not going to make fools out of ourselves like that because we might have kids watching us. Like, I feel like they're trying to pull in like a younger audience. So they have to be like PG. I I agree with what you're saying, but I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying that, like, I think that's what it is. No, I understand your reasoning, but I also think that they're just like, that's just not how these people are. And it's kind of like disturbing me. Oh, yeah. Not everyone can be psycho, I guess. Like, if I was on the show. I would be doing everything I could to win. You know what I'm saying? I'd maybe be, they, I'd be trying to go inside people's minds. Maybe they're doing make that, them break just, it down. I don't know. I don't think they are. Um, I don't think they are. So, but at the bar, and I literally thought I was going crazy, and maybe I am. It's it's possible with everything I have going on. Sarah is talking to Kayla and Desi. I guess I don't remember who she was talking to. I know Kayla for sure, and she's like, you know. I think I might want to go in tomorrow. Didn't TJ say it was a men's elimination? Why would Sarah get to go in? Did, did I miss something? Did Did TJ not say one man will be voted in? Or did he say one challenger will be voted in? Yeah, I don't know what she was on about for the I, whole episode. <laughs> I feel like. Sorry, I'm 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 trying to put together a thought here. I was trying to come up with a good example, but I can't. But basically she is like i feel like she's saying this shit because she knows she can't go in so it's like oh i'm gonna look fucking hard on camera yeah i'm really starting not to like her and her attitude to be to be frank 
I, I still think, think if she make I still think if she makes the final, she has a good chance of winning, but I can get behind somebody who's like pretty like psycho and you know, if they can back it up, but I don't I she won a cringe elimination, whatever. Which Leo really helped her win because Leo had that strategy. It was yeah. the one where they had to go in the dark and he like well, from what we saw, he developed that strategy and she just kind of went with it. But I mean, Aaron and I would have won that elimination. No cap. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, she's talking about how she wants to go into elimination and I'm sitting on my couch like, am I going through a mental breakdown? Why? Like, what is happening? Why would this be possible? And yeah, then it's time for elimination time. <laughs> do, do, do. All right, so as they foreshadowed earlier in the episode, it's Hall Brawl. And I'm fucking... Let me just set the scene for you. <laughs> I've watched I've watched seven weeks of the dumbest fucking eliminations I've ever seen. Not the dumbest ever. Like, it wasn't the one where you guess how many fucking watermelons you could lift, or, you know, stacking some bullshit on top of a styrofoam thing on water. But they're pretty bad. And they they show hollow brawl. I'm like, yes, it's happening. You know, I know it's Leo and Enzo, but I mean, beggars can't be choosers at this point. <laughs> so. I'm hype. They go to start the elimination and, you know, you can't you can't tell what's going on until they do the correct camera angle. So they finally do, you know, the one camera angle that shows them squared off. And they've got them so fucking close together that you can't get up to any kind of speed before you run into each other. And I know they did it because this is fucking a cringe season. They don't want anybody to get hurt. They don't want anybody to have any fun. They don't want any entertainment. They don't want any drama. They're trying to make a what they think is a respectable competition show or something. I don't know. <laughs> But this shit sucks, man. How did they ruin Hall Brawl? Guys, <laughs> y'all got any input on this? Well, they ruined it by making them start so close and not giving them a running start. That's how they ruined it. Why they did chose to do it, I still don't know. Go back to the intro where I'm asking why. I couldn't tell you. It's, I mean, it wasn't that. I mean, it was ruined, but like, it's still better than what we've been getting to see somebody get truck sticked. Yeah, I mean, I know but it's da I know it's dangerous, but this is what you signed up for, kind of. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's not any gotta, more dangerous than playing football. You got to be aware of the possibility that you will have to go in the hall with with CT. If Cinco was still here, I would have loved, it, or even just for funsies, just bring him back, just for just for a little bit. I would have loved to see him and Danny. No. Do a traditional, traditional hall brawl, not what they did, but where they get the running start. That would have been. I bet amazing. Danny would have lit any motherfucker up in that hall. Oh, yeah. duh! I mean, we've been cheated out of it. But like Cinco's, I feel like the on the on this cast might have been like the closest to his size. Cinco least. and like, Danny would be the best matchup for sure. That's that's. Not, I I still think Danny would win, but it's still like I don't think he would just truck over him i think there'd be a little pushback but ultimately danny would win but it would have been so entertaining 
Yeah, I mean, if I'm if I'm Ben, I would simply vote Danny in just for entertainment value. If I'm the producers, I'm holding a gun to Danny's head and saying, "You're voting Dan or Ben's head. Come on, you're voting man. Danny in right now." You're like, I don't you know, wanna, I don't wanna vote him in. He's my friend. You're like, you're voting him in. TJ himself is standing there with a javelin, like fucking vote him in, bitch. You know, we just had the most extensive back at the house part of the season where they made an alliance that was Danny Ben. You know. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it. We're putting Danny in anyways. That's what I'm saying. If, this that's is Aaron's saying. universe. We gotta, we gotta get TJ to step it up a little bit. Start threatening Honest, people. Honestly, Danny would not have been mad because like he would have won that against anybody. Like at least on this cast. He would have won he would have won this against anybody. So like I almost feel like if Ben really wanted to, he'd be like, hey Dan, I'm gonna help you out and uh I'm gonna let you go in and And also this is win. gonna be the sickest shit ever. <laughs> yeah. Except we're starting from five feet away. Yeah. If you want to take a look, I uh, tweeted a picture of um, Fessy versus Nelson from whatever season that was. Brianna probably knows. And the challenge from tonight, and it's pretty embarrassing. Like Everything on this season is just toned down to be soft. Could, they, could the competitors even see the hall? Like, they were behind the hall and the one side was like blocked out and the other side was cleared for the camera. Do you yeah, why didn't they that? have normally they do double uh, double clear? On yeah, both I don't, sides. it wasn't clear on the backside for some reason. Yeah, I don't know. I, I will say before we kind of wrap up this whole episode, love him or hate him. I do feel like Leo got kind of screwed over here. And although I don't agree with the bad sportsmanship at the very end, because, you know, like, just come out here and be a good sport, and then you can go home and talk shit on Twitter like everyone else does. <laughs> he really did. Like, the f- this was an, no matter how they did it, like, how they started it, this was an elimination where size mattered. And, like, no matter how much he tried, he just didn't have the size over Enzo. And, like... It's like, I just feel like people picked on him because he was little and he's a little bit goofy and likes cats. Like he's, he's proven himself (laughs) in my opinion, more than like at least a fourth of these guys still. No, 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 no. Let's not get (laughs) crazy. (laughs) No, at least more than Enzo and shit. I love Danny, but like Danny hasn't won anything. He hasn't won an elimination. He hasn't won um a chat like he, he gets second but he like survivor <laughs> but do you do you he, just, he was on the cow he, was, he wasn't on the cow he was on the <laughs> cowboy so he didn't win shit so it's like he i just you see what i'm saying like basically leo was just the scapegoat like okay well you're on the amazing race and you're not working with big brother and survivor and you're small and we don't really care if you hate us and whatever and so he kind of, i just feel like he kind of got screwed over but he still should have came out and been a good sport and like I said, then went on social media and talked shit. Because I th- we think he deactivated his social media. Because at one point he was on social, uh, like Twitter. It could be Twitter just fucking up. So we're not, I'm not trying to say True. he deactivated. Because I was trying to, you know, tag him. I was also trying to tag him. But it wasn't working. So it's whatever. But um, yeah, I this feel like. This podcast has taken a, a 180 turn from the beginning when we were clowning Leo every single week. And well, now we're sitting here defending him. Well, I, you don't have to agree with him. I'm just saying, like, I, I changed my opinion. Like, he went out and, and proved me wrong, I feel. 
So, That's so really character uh, development. Yeah, yeah. Really nice character when you're development. This episode's crazy. Yeah, I, so I agree in, with what you were saying. The dude is goofy as a motherfucker. <laughs> it's crazy. He's only rivaled in goofiness on the challenge to probably Josh. But you know, uh, Josh, it, I think Josh is goofier than him. It's a, it's a different goofy. <laughs> so but, Enzo, um, Enzo wins this, which uh, it, I will. Well, let me finish. I, I was just going to say, I agree with you. I think Leo has proven himself. I mean, he's not good. You know, relative to like, if you compare the whole roster of everybody's ever been on the challenge, but he's good on this season. And it, I do feel I always feel for somebody who you know, runs into a fucking god in a physical elimination. We're not going to name any names. Okay, let's not let's not compare Enzo to a god, because what I was about to say is Enzo wins, but I'm still not impressed with Enzo. Well, somebody like a god relative to yourself in a physical elimination. Like, Big Easy's not a god, but when he runs into Wes in Hall Brawl, he's a god. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, and Enzo was only a quote-unquote god... Because he was just bigger than Leo. But like the other people on this cast could have beat Enzo because I think Enzo's a goof and I don't think he's that good at a physical eliminations. And All right, riddle frankly, me this. I'm, just, I'm not impressed with Enzo. So riddle me this Leo or Jay. Which Jay? Battle of the Excess Jay. <laughs> Leo. Really? Okay, Jay did nothing impressive physically. The only elimination that him and Jenna won was the trivia one. Like, he's not that, I feel like, physically fit. Okay. That make it happen. It'd probably be pretty close. I don't... That's just my opinion. It'd probably be pretty close. I'm not gonna... Y'all put... I feel like y'all give Jay G way too much credit. I mean, he did make it to the final in a real season of the challenge. He, but oh he did get God. he did get carried by Johnny Bananas. But that's that's a fact. So it literally doesn't matter if you make it to the finals if you don't fucking do anything. Like when <laughs> if you make it to the final and then pussy out like he did, what's the fucking point? Like I don't get it. So okay, great, he made it to a final, but like he didn't do anything to to in my opinion noteworthy or impressive like okay he won trivia cool like fucking zach has won trivia off of the questions that he got like whoa 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 I'm just, was that an insult on no, zach's intelligence i'm not i'm i'm saying like tony's won trivia like, whoa <laughs> trivia can be anybody's game is what i'm saying oh, okay like zach in a hall hall brawl i put a million dollars on that every fucking time like I, what I'm what I'm saying is I love the people that I just mentioned. Zach was by the actually way, in one of the greatest hall brawls of all time with True with a uh, CJ. Yeah. Yeah. Zach versus CT hall brawl. Who wins? I don't know. I think bro. Maybe CT, I think Dad bod CT beats Zach, but I think in shape CT no. Zach might win. No. No. <laughs> no anyways back to my point he won trivia which like is cool don't get me wrong like winning a trivia challenge is cool but like you is it the is it the most impressive thing no i just feel like y'all are giving jay way too much credit for making it to a final okay i hate jay he did nothing so fuck jay 
Yeah, he quit on Jenna, and that's not cool. If you can't eat, don't go on the challenge. That's just what that's what's up. That's yeah, why you I never see me on there. <laughs> I'm not going on there. Brianna's not going on there. <laughs> not just because of the eating, guys. <laughs> or maybe it is a little bit because of the eating it's... of the eating that I do. I'd be willing to do anything on the show besides eating. Same. Nasty Same. ass fucking shit. That's not for me, bro. Mm-mm. I'm a Skittles and chicken nuggets type of guy. At the same time? Of course not. That's that's barbaric. He's not an animal. <laughs> All right, so that pretty much concludes episode eight of the Challenge USA. Not very impressive, but... Sorry this episode sucked, guys. We can get into the fun stuff, I'll, I guess. I'll call my contacts at uh, CBS, Paramount, MTV, whoever I got to call. Hopefully, I'll, I'll, you know, I like to believe that, you know, we're doing our part to make the next season not dog shit. You know, mm. this is the best we can do, people. OK, so. Please support us on Patreon. So <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking joke, but. um, Yeah, that's it for episode eight. You guys got any final thoughts on the episode or. Anything else you want to say? Yeah, I mean, it was boring, but... And they fucked up Hall Brawl. And it kind of sucked. <laughs> like, but we're getting we're getting through it. That's good. I mean, like, if you don't want to do Hall Brawl because you're scared somebody's going to get hurt... Then don't do Hall fucking, Brawl. Just don't do it. Just do pole wrestle or... Something else. Also, Hall Brawl should not have been the first like challenge they re or elimination they reused either that should have been like a bigger one you know but they should have saved that for closer towards the end i don't know i i I would i would be okay with it if they did it right anyways that concludes this week's episode but we're gonna cover uh some of the shit from last in between last week's episode and this week's episode that went down in the challenge multiverse cinematic universe. What are you doing? I'm trying to show you his Twitter is back or there now or. Oh. So we can confirm Leo is on Twitter. Just Twitter probably doesn't work because they didn't let Elon buy it. But. uh, (laughs) Anyways. So first things first, one of the producers of the challenge USA who I believe has also been a producer of other seasons of the challenge tweeted that they can't put the good shit. Everybody wants to, s- I'm paraphrasing. Obviously this isn't what she said, <laughs> but she pretty much said that they can't put all the cool shit that everybody wants to see because it's in the 60 minute time slot. And you know, I just, that's bullshit. Frankly, Aaron, what was the first season of the challenge you watched, bro? Rivals 1. Do you know what time slot Rivals 1 was in? It was, in the, 60, it was in the 60 minute time slot. Yeah. Well, let me ask you and this, bro. Was there banger drama it, in there? Oh, it was. It's that, that season's amazing. That shit is banger content. So that excuse, every season I've watched has been an hour, though. So yeah, I only, don't know anything else. Only some of the... 
Last, I think the last three, I'm probably wrong, but I think only Total Madness, Double Agents, and Spies, Lies, and Allies are... Is it two hours? Or an it hour was an half? hour and a half. It is an hour and a half. But that shit is... Gr- Total Madness is... I mean, they're all edited pretty good. It's like a fucking movie, despite Double Agents and Spies, Lies, and Allies being complete dog shit. Especially Spies, Lies, and Allies. Um... You can get good shit that people want to see in 60 minutes. They used to do the challenge back in the day in like 30 minute slots and we still got drama. So. But yeah, that's 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 a bullshit fucking excuse if you ask me. So. Yeah. All right. Give us the good stuff. All right. So. The other notable shit was Tyson was talking, you know, was saying some stuff on Twitter about beating Johnny Bananas and anything that's not physical. So there's me, of course, hoping that some real beef comes out because, you know, we've been watching this dog shit season of the Challenge USA where nothing's happening and I need I need the pot to be stirred. But um, Tyson went on Bananas podcast. Yes, death, death, taxes, and bananas. Yeah, definitely check that out, of course. Um, yeah, I think he does a good job of... I mean, you know, they have a whole... They're on the Ringer fucking network, and they're... You know, they get funding, and they're professional and shit, unlike this podcast, you know, where, where it's just the boys and Brianna. Um <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, we're going to get copyrighted. I'm just going to run through uh, some of the highlights real quick. So, yeah, it turns out they're actually, you know, cool. So I was a little upset, <laughs> bro. They were playing that shit up so hard on Twitter. I literally saw it and I was like, even if I, I told Doug, I said, even if they are really beefing right now, if Tyson and Bananas were to just like get on a season, they're both so like chill that they would be fine. I told him that before he listened to the podcast, FYI, and not to say Brianna was right again, but I'll let Doug take it away. So, you know, they're they're cool. You know, they you know, they joke around about what was said on Twitter and everything's good, unfortunately. (laughs) But, um, you know, let's just go through some of the highlights real quick. So Tyson mentioned that. I guess somebody at Paramount or, you know, pretty much whoever's in charge of, I assume the same person's in charge of the Challenge USA and MTV, the Challenge, at some point of the of the hierarchy. So he said they called him and before he knew that it was going to be on CBS and he was like, you know, I'm probably not going to do it. And then I guess it came out that it was on CBS and he was like, "Okay, CBS is a little more family friendly. So, you know, I I decided to go on. So. I don't know if that was Tyson's thinking or if, you know, somebody at CBS was like, hey, we're not doing all the drama shit. And also, you know, Tyson's familiar with, you know, people at CBS, obviously. So. Anyways, that's that's just. You know, some more info for the lack of drama. Like I said earlier, they mentioned that they go to the bar every episode, but it's not included in every episode. And I'm speculating because nothing fucking happens while they're there. (laughs) (laughs) Bananas 
gives Tyson a lot of credit for his abilities, believe it or not. I do believe that because I think bananas can be a real one. And Johnny is, he's a little bit salty about uh, the Challenge USA. He kind of thinks it's, he kind of thinks it's a little gross that, you know, no, the Challenge people from MTV are on there. And, you know, he brought up a good point. Like, what if they just put Survivor on MTV and didn't put any of the people that have been on Survivor, like on MTV and just put a bunch of random scrubby DWs? It'd be like kind of ridiculous. And also going back to my point from last week or the week before, like if it, if it was just like a CBS, the challenge fine, but it's the fact that like they now get to go represent USA in this tournament that we still don't really know about. And it's like, you have a show that's been going on, name the challenge with people like Johnny who have dedicated years of his life to the show. And it is, I, I would agree with Johnny there. It is kind of like a slap in the face to be like, all right, we're just going to run with your name, but grab a whole new cast. And they're, they are going to represent us at the USA, the challenge tournament when it's like, okay, what about us who have been doing it? And like, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So I've got some potentially good news that was brought up on death taxes and bananas in that regard, but I'll get to that in a minute. I'm okay. I'm going to go in order of uh, okay. how things went, but um so the point I've been making that, and, you know, we've all been making that this uh, season is weak in competition and, you know, some of these motherfuckers are not good. Tyson and Bananas both agree that these motherfuckers suck. So, <laughs> like, they are, uh, they they go after them a little bit in the podcast. It's kind of funny. You know, Tyson specifically talks shit about Ben and Sarah. <laughs> But um, I don't well, I don't understand the hatred for Ben. What did Ben do? I mean, it's probably just because she's he's aligned with Sarah. So. Yeah, probably. And and winners at war survive. Or, yeah. At winners at war, Ben and Sarah both betrayed Tyson a I number see. of times. So that's where that comes from. So. <laughs> bananas was firing uh, some shots, you know, which for bananas, like, you know, this, these are just like sentences. It's not really shocking for him, you know, so he compared this level of competition to, you know, the pair, the, the geriatric challenge over on Paramount Plus, uh, <laughs> the fucking challenge all stars. He said they're about the same level in his opinion. And then, okay, Bananas was off filming season 38 of The Challenge, people. While The Challenge USA started. And I might be the first person who ever compared Tyson to Weston Bergman. And in this podcast, Bananas compares Tyson to a good buddy of his named Weston Bergman. So, hey. I'm just a little wow. ahead of the curve, people. Our great minds think alike. <laughs> oh, Brianna's about to be triggered. I forgot about this. I saw it on your notes, but go ahead. Uh, the uh, stealing $275,000 from Sarah was brought up, and Tyson kind of approved of it on the podcast. So I still disagree, so... <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> you know, Johnny talks about how they are talking about Twitter and how it's completely different than it used to be when they first started back in the day because, you know, the Internet's a new thing and it wasn't around back then. So Johnny's like, if Twitter was around on the island, I'd be done. <laughs> it's like it's, to think of like how much people know now during the seasons and stuff. Yeah, it's completely different. And then they were also talking about how like you used to go on the challenge because you love the challenge. Yeah, like there was some fame involved from being on TV. And you know, there's a t- a tiny relative amount of money to be made. But, you know, Johnny thinks one of the big problems with the challenge these days is people are pretty much just going on there to get social media popularity. And I agree with him. It's fucking cringe. I also agree with him. It's sad, really. That's why I think that, like, even no matter what they do with season 39 and 40 and even 38, I know they're done filming it, that I just don't think they can do anything as good as like the golden years of the challenge, which would be like, in my opinion, from like rivals to. Oh gosh, probably like dirty 30, really. Maybe a little bit before, but like those were good seasons. Like that's when the, like what you were just saying and Johnny was just saying that like, that's when people went on because they truly loved the challenge. And if they got a little bit of fame, cool. And a little bit of money, cool. But I feel like those are like, well, I'd call like the golden years of the challenge. And I just feel like it's never going to get back to that. And so that's why I have a feeling that CBS is just going to take over. And this is what we're going to get after 40. I know they've been renewed for 39 and 40. So I think they're going to finish it out on 40. And MTV is going to go out with the bang. And then CBS is going to take it over. I mean, just Mm. more. Just look at the last. Counting. Just look at the last six seasons of the challenge that have came out. And I'm talking about all. Various spinoffs and whatever. You've got Spies, Lies and Allies. Fucking poo poo platter. Double agents. It's bad, but it's one or two on the list of the last few seasons that have come out. You've got the Challenge USA, which this shit ain't hitting for me. I know it's not hitting for you guys either. The challenge all stars Two. We're going to have a podcast over eventually, but the biggest fuck up of all time on the challenge, probably. Yeah. All stars three, all stars three, which is fine. It's one or it's one or two. All stars six. And then. I mean, I wasn't going to bring up all stars one, but. Well, I'm just, it's part of one of like the last six seasons because it was, it was going on when either Double Agents or Spies, Lies, and Allies were. Yeah, I think I miscounted. I think I meant to say five. Okay. I wasn't going to bring up All Stars one. Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) But yeah, they're not good. So it's like, at what point does that, how many seasons in a row does that have to happen before it becomes the norm? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like, and me included, the people who still watch are like, it's just because you've we've been watching for so many years that it's like you can't not watch. And so now it's like I watch and I'm like, 
this sucks or this is what they should have done or whatever versus when I used to watch and it was so entertaining and so fun. It was like, what's going to happen next? And oh my goodness. And and yeah. I mean, double agents and spies, allies and allies were bad. Don't get me wrong, but there were entertaining moments in those seasons way that peak way higher than any of the shit we've watched on the challenge USA. Like it's not even close. Yeah. All right. So, uh Oh, what why? else did, I don't know. Why is my camera open? What else did Mr. Bananas say? Well, now you, my train of thought has been derailed. So yeah, uh, continuing on with the, like not going on for, you know, the challenge going on for social media fame, like bananas and Tyson on the show. And there's a lot of other people who are like this, but you know, CT Tony, I'm just naming random people, but they're on the challenge. They are who they are. Like these, some of these motherfuckers go on the show and you know, they're putting on an act for America and it's, I don't know. It's sad. And Tyson and Bananas both uh, agreed with that. Bananas had an interesting point that he thinks MTV The Challenge is 90% surviving in the house and the other 10% is your challenge ability, which is... I think that's an interesting take. Well, sorry, Aaron, did you want to say something? Yeah, I feel like it's a little bit more balanced because you could be great in the house, but you could meet CT and all raw. <laughs> well, yeah, and that's I think that's where like the 10 percent comes in is that you actually have to be good. But I I don't know if I exactly agree with those the percentage breakdown, but I definitely see what he's saying, especially in these later seasons. I've been saying this episode after episode. Well, not with this one, but like in some of these later seasons. Like. If you win the challenge, great. But if you get last place, it doesn't mean anything. So you can rely on the politics. Like, just go back and watch World War II or even, like, Double Agents. And some for some people, even Spies, Lies, and Allies. Like, we have people who have made it to a final and haven't really won a challenge, but they relied solely on the politics. So, like, I can kind of see what he's saying there. Obviously, to win... And partly to get to a final, you have to have some challenge ability. But like nowadays, it's so heavy on like your political ability and who you're friends with and your numbers, basically. Yeah. And also in that 90 percent, he included like the mental aspect of the game. Like on MTV, the challenge, you're in there possibly with a bunch of people you hate. People are trying to get under your skin doing everything they can to win the game. And uh, yeah, I guess I, I guess I kind of agree with what he was saying. I don't know. So Yeah. So Aaron, I know the seasons that you've like, where I'm more talking about like the double agent spies, lies and allies. I don't think you've watched world war two yet. So like the season that you, the seasons that you've watched, I wouldn't agree with his statements because those are like, those were, you had to be good at the challenges because the challenges actually meant something. Most of the time, if you got last place, you went into the elimination. But as you kind of keep watching, you'll see what he's saying. I just that just clicked in my mind that you hadn't seen some of those seasons. So, OK. All Fair right. Enough. Or or you might when you see it, keep the same opinion. I'm just I'm just saying. 
All right, so um, Tyson thinks Angela would be really good on the like regular MTV seasons, and I th- I agree. She seems pretty good. I think the female talent pool isn't quite as high, so I mean Angela is not like a physical freak like Emily or Cam or Naya or anything like that, but I, she'd be pretty good, I feel. I uh, feel like she can make an, a smooth transition. Okay, so back to the Challenge USA. Tyson says that people who don't get picked to go first in the daily challenges either aren't trying to like figure out and learn from the people who go before them or they're not capable of it, which is fucking mind boggling to me. Maybe that's why they're not showing any of it. Like, like how crazy is that? He said, he's, he said that people just keep making the same mistakes that people that went before them make. It's like unbelievable. What are these people doing? You know? (laughs) And then you know, they're talking shit about the algorithm. Uh, <laughs> they're pretty much saying producers, you know, pick whatever they think is going to be entertaining. And it's not. It's not, uh, you know, an actual algorithm. You're telling me that shit's not real. Pretty much. <laughs> I cannot T- believe who, who would have guessed. But TJ said. Yeah, TJ literally promised us that it was real and that it's perfect. Tyson. I don't know if he had a slip, but he said something about eight to ten people being in the final or at the end. So I don't know if that's. I don't know if he actually meant eight to ten people in the final or eight to ten people like oh, towards the end. Heavens. I don't want to see eight to ten people in the fucking final. If there's eight to ten people in the final, they're doing purge stations. Yeah, they have hopefully. to be. What if it's just till everybody who is left is qualified to run it? I and think they, that's it's like. Time to start. I, I think that's what it's going to be because they just like I just feel like lately they don't know how to like actually do their twist. Like if you're going to say like you need to do this and you need to do that or you're not making the final, like don't give them a hundred million opportunities to do it. Like find a cutoff point and the people who don't have it are gone. Like I, I don't get it. Yeah, and I'm Later. sure they're going to I'm sure they're going to get to the end and like the money didn't fucking matter. Like nobody's not going to have enough. That's left. No, for sure. Absolutely not. So it's fucking pointless. There's a dog going nuts outside our. Uh... <laughs> it's not Jesse, right? No, I let her back in. OK. Anyways. Just a couple more things before we wrap it up here. We're going a little bit longer than usual, but. Um, I guess just the last thing is they were talking about. You know, again, about Tyson's tweet and, you know, maybe they'll never know or maybe they will. And it seemed like, you know, maybe kind of they were hinting about that being what happens that some of the, you know, good challengers that we know and love will come against, I guess, whoever represents the various countries, possibly, or... Maybe just USA. I don't know if it's going to be on the global domination or whatever the fuck it's called or who knows. But 
hopefully that's the case. We'll see. You know, also just the last thing I left out is Johnny and Tyson pretty much agree that Tyson's like the goat of finals. So don't let this motherfucker go to the final because this he swims like 12,000 miles for fun. He <laughs> he was training for the Tour de France. He runs like 50 miles for funsies. So also is an amazing pickleball player. He has his own pickleball company. So that's pretty cool. But um, I don't know if my men's ready for the level of mental warfare that, you know. Yeah, but can he eat? Is it is it interesting? Is it interesting, Aaron, to you? I'm about to say something that's going to trigger Doug, but I... wait, 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 wait. I I know exactly what you're saying. After Tyson goes on Johnny Bananas podcast and Johnny Bananas talks nice about him, you change your mind completely on Tyson. The main reason I changed my mind on Tyson is I didn't know this motherfucker had such like. Like, I knew he ran for funsies, but um, I didn't know he fucking trained for the Tour de France and was a mountain biker. And I did know he knows how to swim like a beast from the Challenge USA. I don't know if I don't know if that happened on the episode I was talking shit about him with <laughs> versus Jay, but um, it has nothing to do with Johnny Bananas. It's. Well, I guess it does have something to do with Johnny Bananas because he does, like, know the game and what makes somebody good in the game. So his opinion does carry a lot of weight. But the main thing is that this motherfucker has the endurance of a goddamn superhero from the boys. So that literally didn't make any sense, but I just felt like putting the boys in because I love that show. Anyways, let me just wrap this motherfucker up. Was that what you were going to say, by the way? Did I read your mind? <laughs> yeah, I had some more stuff, but I'll just say it to you off uh, off podcast. Oh, just let it rip. Well, no, it had to do with the conversation that we were having last Friday night, and it wasn't on here, so we can end it. All right, we we, we got a little long, so let's wrap it up, fellas. Uh, follow us on Twitter at unoffchalpod. Probably just search for the unofficial challenge podcast. That'll get you there easier. If you don't know how to spell the ridiculous chalpod thing I just said. but. <laughs> check out last week's episode if you missed it um hopefully soon we're gonna put out some content over something not related to this dog shit season maybe maybe we'll put that out next week before the episode for next week's episode comes out if that makes any sense but uh yeah let's sign it out fellas thanks for listening it's easy forever don't take care hope to see you never